Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to episode 79 of the podcast. Today it's in focus and we are looking at a manufacturing company in the north of County Leitrim, specifically Morenda Limited in Manor Hamilton. I sat down with their managing director Ronan Hazlett to talk about the origin of the company 35 years ago and where the company is headed looking down the barrel of Brexit. I also chatted to two of his employees, Sarah Rooney, who has recently returned after a period abroad and in Dublin to live and work in the north of Leitrim. The Kinlaw native looks after the marketing for Miranda as well as managing the Manor Hub project on site in Manor Hamilton. Roscoe Holt is a new appointee who's in charge of research and development of new products within the company. He talks to us about the future of manufacturing and the type of products that Miranda will be producing into the future. I might remind you about the opportunity to join us for the live recording to celebrate our 100th show on the 8th of October in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton. We'll be previewing that week's county final with the two teams that qualify. So one of Melvin Gales and Manor Hamilton will be playing against Balnamore Shauna Heslins or Mohull in the county final. We'll also have the intermediate teams participating on the night. We'll be looking back at some of the accomplishments of both clubs over the years, as well as taking a look at that historic Leitrim victory in 1994 in the Connacht Senior Football Championship. We'd love to have you with us. Tickets are €10 and are available at the moment on theglencentre.com. All proceeds from the night will go towards the mental health and suicide prevention charity Northwest Stop, who do such fantastic work across the county. Anyway, let's get on with the show. And I sat down with Managing Director of Miranda, Ronan Hazlett, for a chat. Ronan Hazlett, MD of Miranda Limited, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. First of all, tell, tell me a little bit about the products that you make here first, and then we might talk about the origins of, of how the company came to be and how it's vital to the the lifeblood here in Manor Hamilton in terms of the employment it creates. But first of all, let's have a little chat about some of the products that people may not even realize are made here in Manor Hamilton. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, Miranda, we're in business since 1983, so um, officially incorporated in 84, so we're 35 years in business. And from a products perspective, what we do here in the manufacturing, there's two parts to the business we manufacture and we have a distribution business, but the manufacturing pieces in wood veneer. So we take wood veneer raw materials and we turn them into component products that are used in the manufacture of furniture and specialist joinery. So doors, panels, etc. It might be for hotels or for res- residential properties or for kitchens or wherever it is in your home or your workplace where you see a wooden surface. We're into manufacturers that surface or that edge product. So we don't make the furniture, but we provide the surface for our customers who do make the furniture. So we're an integral part in the supply chain of interior construction and interior furnishings. And that's what we manufacture. So the desk that people are listening to this on or the kitchen table or the wardrobe in that home, there's a good chance that maybe Miranda was part and parcel of the development and the production of that? 
Absolutely. And if we weren't, we would have liked to have been. And if anybody's listening to this podcast and can send some business our way from anywhere in the world, we're all ears. Have a look at Miranda.com and, and uh, get in contact with us because we're, we're always looking to expand our export markets. And it'd be great to uh, have that local and international Irish diaspora feeding some business back to keep jobs in Manor Hamilton and jobs in North Leitrim because we've 25 people employed here and they come from all walks of life and all shapes and sizes. And we're, we're glad to have them with a super team of people. But it's not easy to keep 25 people employed uh, as an indigenous manufacturer so any help I can get out there come, come and place your orders absolutely always be selling is not the so, tell us a bit about the origins of the company in 1983-84 because you're not old enough to have been setting up companies in 83-84 who did that work yeah that was my mum and dad started the company so in the early 80s my parents were running six businesses here in Manor Hamilton so at the time my father started in Miranda or took over Miranda from what was then a company that had gone out of business, we had a joinery works um, at the market house in, in the town. In that market house, we had a hardware store, we had a petrol station, we had a glazial works in the joinery uh, where we made windows and doors and staircases and church furniture and all sorts of stuff. We also had a construction firm. Um, so there was a lot happening at the time and my father thought a good idea he was getting must have been getting bored he thought he'd set up another business um, so there was a lot happening um, but Miranda as it is presently is a second generation family business where I took over from my father but I'm actually fifth generation where my grandfather the original business was set up by my great grandfather but the official nature of a company was started in 1919 so we're 100 years in business this year so my grandfather started that business and then my father took that over from him. Sorry, my great-grandfather, my grandfather, my father, myself. So we're 100 years in business this year. That's phenomenal. But it's a great kind of normal enough story for this part of the world where businesses or skills or trades just get passed down from one generation to the next. Yeah, and I suppose like I certainly wouldn't consider myself a carpenter um, because now we're in a more commercial space relative to, to um, joiner and carpentry work. But back then, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, they, they, were, they were your core carpentry and carpentry skills. And I suppose we've evolved now into still in the wood world and we're still in the wood business, but we're in a different, more modern and more exportable wood business than we would be if we were just in, in the joiner works. And I suppose as products have evolved and as the business model has evolved, so too has our organization have to evolve. Um, and we do a lot of work with lean manufacturing now. And, you know, we're very focused in how to be the best we can be from Manor Hamilton to export as we do all over the world and compete with competitors from all over the world. So it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's challenging times, but it's, it's a good business. Because the perception out there, at least that would have been my belief coming in, was that Ireland wasn't suitable for manufacturing companies, that the wages are too high, that the conditions aren't right, that we're on the edge of the world in terms of Europe. How do you manage to keep a business alive competing with the likes of China, Taiwan that are producing these things at cheaper rates or at least with cheaper cost bases? Yeah, they have a cheaper cost base, they have a cheaper labour base. In most cases, they're closer to their own materials than I am. But what we have here is, well, we have a super team of people who are very focused on the strategic vision of the business and where I want the company to go. And I keep people very informed and communicated with about how we're going to try and get to where we want to get to. And you know, one of the, the, the key focuses for this business, like this year, we won an all-star award, a national all-star award in Crow Park in May of this year as the best manufacturing company in Ireland 2019, which is a huge um, accolade 
for the staff and for this organization to achieve that. And that's across all industries that we want that manufacturing award. So to answer your question directly, that's what it's about. It's about being innovative. It's about being smart. It's about having lean manufacturing principles that aren't just talked about, but lived in the organization. It's about all what we have this concept here of a 1% improvement. So all I ask of all my team and all the staff every day just to be 1% better. And if we can keep that ticking 1% better, that keeps us ahead of the chasing pack, if you want to call it like that. And our cost base is high. So if you're not lean and efficient in how you the product that you use, how you use that raw material and the yield factors from it, you're going to get caught. So everything you do from your process to your systemization, to your structure and to how you sell it and market it and buy it and do everything else with it has got to be very carefully managed and monitored. Now, you mentioned that you have 25 staff here and they're from all over the world. Tell me maybe about some of the people who work here. Yeah, well, I, I suppose they have come from different parts of the world, but a lot of them are rooted locally, which is really great. So, for example, Sarah Rooney, who works with me in, in marketing, has, has recently joined a company about just over, maybe over a year ago now, but she worked in Australia. She moved home from Australia and she's relocated back to Kinlaw. Um, which is where she's from so it's it's nice to have her back um, so for example she's local but she's she hasn't and she brings back her international experience which is very valuable to have in the organization as well uh, I've another guy hired Roscoe Holt and Roscoe's here on product development and design and this is a new departure for this company because I'm trying to evolve our business and our strategy to go from where we would have made a standardized product to try and evolve that into um, higher value and and move our products and move the whole way we work with our customers into much more value-added approach. So Roscoe is a GMIT letter frack furniture college graduate who's just graduated and he's now he's just joined us as well. So, And Roscoe is originally from South Africa, but living in Claremorris. So there's an Irish international connection all the way. South Africa is a fair distance from uh, from Kinlaw or Manor Hamilton. It is. You say he's living in Claremorris, so he's commuting from Claremorris every day. He's now moved to Manor Hamilton. So he, moved, he goes to Claremorris at weekends, but he's moved from, yeah, so he lives in Manor Hamilton now. So you are effectively bringing people in and, and developing the, the population, which does happen when jobs come into an area. It does make it a lot easier to, to encourage people to come and live here, which obviously has huge knock-on effects for all aspects of the society. It does. And like I'll give you another example. Barry McDermott is my production manager, and Barry's from Glenfarn. And he had, had, had a great year with Glenfarn yeah, last year when they won the junior championship and they went on to contest, I think it was the Connick final, if I'm not mistaken, with Glenfarn last year. And Barry moved home from Sweden. He was working on construction projects in Sweden. And so, you know, it, it's one of those concepts. If you can create the opportunity for people, and, and this organization is a broad church, we have needs for purchasing and manufacturing and human resources and IT. There's, a, there's a, a big, in an indigenous manufacturing company where you buy and sell and market and do it all yourself, there's a lot of skill sets required in an organization. Um, and we try and, and train and, and skill people up to that. But we have a, a lot of young blood, a lot of energy, a lot of positivity, and we have a very clear strategic direction, which is now standing to us and with the people behind us and bringing the skills that they learned in their organizations coming back makes a big difference when you get them back to Manor Hamilton and we're, we're just we're just all about being the best we can be. Now obviously Miranda would be here for the last 35 years but you've gone in a new direction with part of the premises here in terms of the Manor Hub. Tell me a bit about what the Manor Hub is and, and why you decided to to go in that direction. Sure well originally when Miranda got set up uh, in 1983-84 it was the premises that it had was in the centre of town which is now the Leitrim Sculpture Centre and my father built the new factory that we're in 
1999 and 2000. And that factor is built to scale us into um, a significant export potential that was there, particularly in the United States. So we're here for nearly 20 years in this particular building. But as recessions come and go, and as the 2008 recession rolled through for a couple of years, it became a factory of a scale that wasn't required and not sustainable. So in so doing, I looked at the factory as a premises and how could I leverage the building such as it was to make it more um, to make it a better functional asset for, for the company and for the business that I was running. So I looked at some, I, I travel a lot for the business because we do a lot of export work. And as I traveled around, I found opportunities within this whole shared office area and this concept of, of having this remote working environment. And I've see, I'd seen it work in many cities around the world. And I thought, well, why wouldn't it work? The best model ever is in a rural environment where you've got those implications of, of rural isolation. You've got challenges with broadband connectivity and infrastructure. You also have challenges of working independently and remotely. So if you wanted to run a really good quality business from rural Ireland, where was that opportunity? What, how would that be provided? So I took it upon myself to convert some of the office space that I had here that was underutilized and turned it into Manor Hub. So we've got a boardroom, we've got shared office space, we've got hot desk space, and I've got three full-time companies here who employ on average, it, it's variable a little bit with seasonality and such like, but about 25 people are now employed in Manor Hamilton area that weren't employed before Manor Hub got set up. And they didn't have an office, professional office space to work from before Manor Hub got set up. And equally, the boardroom that's there, we've custom designed it so that it's very functional as a professional space. So we have, we have the county council of meetings here, the HSE of meetings here. And it's because it's a professional space with, with high speed fiber broadband, which are brought into the business. Yeah, because obviously I'm based in the Hive in Carrick and Shannon. Just in recent weeks, I moved in there, and the difference in productivity that I've been able to produce on this particular project, Leitrim Daily, in the two or three weeks I've been based in the Hive is exponentially higher than what was possible when I was working out of my bedroom on a home internet connection. Um, it might sound stupid, but the upload speeds were the big thing for me. It would take me 30 to 40 minutes to upload a, the audio every day and I'm sitting there my computer's out of action I'm just sitting literally watching the kettle boil for 40 minutes every day now it's gone up in 30 seconds or 20 seconds in the in the hive and this is as well just in terms of location it's more or less a similar offering but it's just in North Leitrim which has been underutilized I suppose in terms of facilities like this so it's a huge step has it worked for you? It's actually worked really well, um, and and what you have, you've got some brilliant people who make lifestyle choices to live in our beautiful part of the world, and lucky they are to make those choices as we are to live in this county. Um, but sometimes those choices were obstructed because they weren't able to maintain and sustain the professionalism of the business they wanted to run because they didn't have the space, they didn't have the broadband, etc. So both the Hive and Carrick and Manor Hub have now created that space and that environment, and you know we we have this concept together with the Hive and, and uh, Colin and the Hive uh, called Leitrim Connected, where you're actually creating a conversation for people who want to move to Leitrim, north or south, east or west indeed. You know, whatever part of the county you want to come to, you can actually get, go through the Leitrim Connected that we uh, they have, and it just gives that space for people to come to. Has it been a success? It, it has. It has more to go. It has been more to evolve because people just have to, have to really see it for what it is. But we found that just by having the space it creates conversations and by having a knowledge center here in this business i've shared a lot from Miranda to manor hub manor hub the clients in manor hub to Miranda, and we've got we linked in with new consultants we've spoken to different people we're going to have a coffee morning and it's going to be run in manor hub but it'll be for all the clients of manor hub 
plus all the staff and stakeholders of Miranda. So we'll share that. Um, and it's Sarah Rooney is going to look after that for us and she's going to organize it because Sarah both takes care of my marketing and Miranda and she takes care of the management of Manor Hub. So I'm joined by Sarah Rooney to talk to us about Manor Hub where she is the manager of the facility here in Manor Hamilton. Sarah, tell us a bit about the Manor Hub. Hi Breffany, nice to talk to you. So Manor Hub is, as you said, a facility based here in Manor Hamilton. So it's a hub where remote workers can rent office space, whether that's on a daily basis, a weekly basis. Um, we have full-time tenants up in the in the hub. You can book it out for a short or as long-term period as you want. And it's basically for remote workers based in Leitrim who don't want to work out of their garage or their spare room at home, but they run their own business and yet they want to work in an office environment they want to have the social aspect of sharing ideas through co-workers so yeah we have this facility here since 2015 and in terms of say the number of occupants here how many people would would work out of this premises on a, on a daily or weekly basis so we've got three full-time companies that work here that rent um, an office throughout the year and so there's around 10 of those here then we've got a shared office space where we could have anything from two tenants to four tenants on a weekly basis then we've also got a, um, a meeting room which is a boardroom facility so that could be occupied from anywhere between two to 12 people again on a weekly basis you also have a second role on the site here uh, with Miranda. Tell us a bit about the, the marketing role that you have with Miranda. Yeah, so I work as marketing manager and business development for Miranda Limited. So I actually joined the company almost two years ago, um, having moved home from Dublin to Leitrim. So um, yeah, I manage all of our social media. We actually um, refreshed our company website late last year. So that's live at the moment. And I'm also working currently on the new Manor Hub website as well. Um, so any trade shows that we're attending, I look after those. And we were um, in the position earlier this year to win um, an all-star award which is a national award so um, all of the press that you would have seen for that I'd manage pushing that out to the, the different publications. Now you mentioned moving home from Dublin but I believe you've actually lived further afield than Dublin. Tell us a bit about because I think a lot of listeners to the show don't see Leitrim as a viable option for where they want to live or where they want to work because they just they've been told anecdotally that there's no jobs in Leitrim. Tell us a bit about your work history and how you've ended up back at home. So yeah, I guess I moved to New York for a year when I graduated from college in Dublin. So I was there for twelve months working actually in a sales role. From there, I moved to Sydney, um, where I lived there for the guts of around four years and then got your residency and came home yeah I got my sponsorship and then decided that okay now or never what am I doing am I going to stay out here or will I make the move home so I did that um, and then it was a gradual move I guess back to the northwest I moved back to Dublin and moved in with some friends um, and worked in Dell for almost two years um, and then I kind of was thinking about making the move back to the northwest um, I sort of was coming home at weekends and then the opportunity came up through a recruiter actually called me, um, a Sligo-based recruiter, about a role coming up in Leitrim. So it wasn't until I started chatting to them then that I realised it was actually Manor Hampton, which is Because you I hear Leitrim, you think, you probably think Carrick. Yeah, absolutely. When I when they told me they had a role in Leitrim, I, I guess, wrongly assumed it was going to be in Carrick and Shannon. Um, and then they told me it was in Manor Hampton. And I actually went to school in Manor Hampton to the Comprehensive St. Clair's. So came in then for the interview and met Ronan and some of the rest of the team 
team and yeah was just really struck with how I guess professional the company was how you know they really have set their eyes on long-term goals um so yeah it was just really I guess the stars aligned in terms of the role was right and timing wise it was the right thing to to do for myself to move back to Leitrim so yeah haven't looked back so I've been here I think nearly four years now back in Ireland and I think three back in Leitrim so living right up north Leitrim in Kinlaw um, so yeah it's a pretty nice commute to work every day to Manor Hamilton no no traffic anyway to contend with well that was going to be my next question what are the main draws that brought you back from the city because I think most people at your stage of life are like want to be in the city full of activity full of people to be fair Kinlaw and Manor Hamilton wouldn't be seen as having a lot of that going on in terms of there's the very few people that live in North Leitrim so what has drawn you back to the, this part of the world yeah well look it's a good question I suppose first and foremost you know I'm in a lucky position that all of my family live around um, my parents and um, sibling well actually my three brothers live in Dublin but um, they're home a lot um, my fiance is from Kinlaw as well so I guess that worked out that both of us are living around he works in Sligo but yeah look Kinlaw and Manhampton they're probably not seen as the hub for for social life but there's a lot going on I mean I'm an avid follower of GA, so there's always a match to go to at the weekends um, there's plenty of good bars and restaurants around that would compete with any of the restaurants um, in Dublin we've got our own courthouse restaurant in Kinlaw and anytime I've got friends to come and stay they always tell me that it's you know of Michelin star quality so yeah look there's loads going on in Leitrim I suppose it's like anything else um, if you're if you're looking for things to do and you're actually getting involved in the community there's always something to be to be doing to bring it back here into Miranda and the Manor Hub what's what's your main role in in the job what do you spend most of your time doing yeah I suppose it is the marketing um, in terms of upkeeping the website social media and communicating our messages with our customers at the end of the day you know we have to communicate to our customers regularly to let them know of any new product updates or just keeping in touch really and then I work closely with our sales director Frank who is I guess externally led and um, he works a lot in the UK so I'd be working a lot to set up meetings for him coordinate any of his travel Ronan obviously travels a lot as well so any of his overseas trips I'll be helping to coordinate those and yeah really just trying to um, get the message out about Miranda to as many potential customers as we can particularly with Brexit trying to open up new markets outside of Ireland and the UK as well has been really important for us this year so I've been involved in that now of course people locally might not necessarily be your customers but for the purposes of we have a platform here to tell people what you actually produce in this in the um, in the factory you might tell us a little bit about what you do here Okay, so I guess our core product in Miranda is edge banding. So for anybody listening, I did not have a clue what edge banding was um, until I started working in Miranda and obviously started researching it. Um, we work with veneer and we manufacture, it's a roll, it comes in a roll and it's for the edge of a surface, um, whether that's MDF. And it's if you think of a kitchen cupboard and you open the door, the side of it is the veneer edging tape that we would manufacture here. You never really imagine where that's made or where that's come from, but obviously it's employing people here in the northwest of Leitrim. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I said, I wasn't familiar with the product at all, but it's veneer-based products for furniture components. So for the joiner industry, for furniture manufacturer, um, any of the, the kitchen manufacturer, um, we would make a product for them. Um, so yeah, basically any kitchen or office, I mean a lot of reception areas now, veneer and wood is really popular, so any of nice reception areas that you see, um, quite often that will have some sort of veneer based product that we've manufactured here.
Well, listen, Sarah, thank you very much for giving us that insight into what it's like, I suppose, to be part of the, the team here at Miranda and the Manor Hub, but also the, the, I love that idea of, of people moving back to Leitrim and, and building a life here and building a career here, and it's great to see a, a living embodiment of that. Definitely. Thanks a million, Raphne. Good to chat to you. Of course, all companies must move with the times and it's a very changing market at the moment. Brexit is coming down the line. I know you're doing an event on Brexit and preparation for Brexit. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. But first, tell me what your company are planning to do over the next year, five years, 10 years to grow into the markets that you're trying to, to emerge into. One of the key parts of Brexit from our perspective is about market diversification. So it's about looking at other market opportunities that are out there over and above what largely is our dependence and the Irish economy's dependence and Miranda's dependence on the UK market because it's a super trading partner. They're right on our doorstep. It's a significant um, nas- uh, international economy, one of the biggest in the world. So we, we've, we've, done, had, we've been successful there and we, we still intend to grow that market. But it's about looking at other marketplaces as well. But within doing that, you have to evolve your product portfolio. And you've got to try and, from our perspective at least, add value to how we support our customers, both the knowledge we offer, but equally the products that are put put before them. And how do we become relevant in their world? And how do as they evolve and develop as, as organizations, how do we then grow um, with, with our products that we offer to them? So very much that's the strategic imperative for the company. And I've completed this year, I went back to university and completed the international selling program in Technology University Dublin with the support of Enterprise Ireland. Really detailed, interesting course um, that brought a lot of structure to our sales process and out of which you've developed an international growth plan. And part of that international growth plan is how we develop our products um, and, and, and become more relevant for the customer base that's out there. There's this, a whole new world of design changes the interiors of our homes and our workspaces. Miranda has to evolve into that. Uh, and what I've done on the back of that program is I've hired um, a student, furniture design student from GMIT Letter Frack, who graduated this year at first class honours. And he's joined me in the business and he's really been tasked now and charged with bringing this value added strategy to reality for us. Um, and I have a new innovative product as well that I'm developing and it's all about bringing these before customers in a structured product development way. So Roscoe Holt has joined us uh, and looking forward for him to get some traction and, and really start to bring the company in a strategic direction that I want. Roscoe Holt, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm excellent. And yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Tell me a little bit about your role here at Miranda. So I've come here as a furniture designer. That's my background and my, my education. And what I'm trying to do is bring in some new products. So there's always interesting things happening across Europe and, and we want to get a, be a part of that really and see what we can offer. And the other side is, is designing new products as well. So how can we make our processes more efficient for our customers? How can we offer new surfaces for them? Uh, and how can we make that process cheaper and more efficient along the way? And that's not a local accent. So you come to Manor Hamilton by way of... Manchester originally, uh, but I have South African parents. So depending on who I talk to, my accent changes every day. How does somebody from Manchester slash South African origin end up in Letter Frack though? Because Letter Frack is where you studied for the last four years. It is. So my family uh, started moving across to Ireland to, to Mayo uh, and I followed them across. And I was doing a, a few different jobs, but I wanted to uh, 
to follow my my passion uh, and go to work every day with a smile on my face so furniture was what i chose so you applied for and got a job here in miranda and manor hamilton you've moved up here for work I have. how has your experience been of the the town and the people i enjoy it very much i i, I was up here before actually on a, a placement for six months so i'm already quite familiar with the place um but it's much like where I come from in Claremont, so I'm, I'm very happy and, and settled already. So tell me a bit about some of the products that you're actually working on here in Miranda at the moment. So what we can do with our laser is cut out very, very specific patterns or shapes that a client might need. So often an architect or a designer will have a great idea, but they might not know how to actually make it real. So that's where we come in with our knowledge base about the veneers and the surfaces we provide. And then we have the, the uh, ability to manipulate that to create what they want. So if you think of um, uh, a kitchen table, whereas before they may have been made out of solid wood, which is, is fabulous, but it's quite unstable and the wood moves around a lot, we can create that same look in a veneered surface. So it's, it's cheaper, it's more stable, it's easy to clean uh, and easy to fix if it breaks. It sounds a lot more convenient and a lot more budget-friendly as well. Yeah, a little bit. So your job really is to kind of bring and to help Ronan and the team here to bring the products that you offer and the company itself into the next generation of, of wood products. That's right. So we have our core base uh, of joineries who we supply. And one of the things I'm trying to do is bridge the gap between us and architects and designers so we can get in early and they can work with us to decide what is possible and what's not possible and try and push a few boundaries because they're always trying to look to do something different but if they've only ever got the same materials or technology at hand it's hard to push it so that's where we come in excellent well, listen enjoy manor hamilton and uh, welcome to northwest of ireland and welcome to, well you, you're originally from here if you're living in claremorris but welcome to specifically to leitrim and to uh the best of luck in terms of maybe bringing some of our companies into the the next generation and really growing what's here and what's available to people in the local area oh, i'm looking forward to it thank you very much Of course, Ronan, not everybody listening to this show runs a joinery company or is a carpenter and won't be in a position to maybe consider buying the edging products that you that you make here. But in terms of local people, what products or are there any products in your catalogue that would be of interest to local people that they could support a company like Miranda? Yeah, there, there is Brefney and, and what, what I'd say is just in relation if there's anybody that makes kitchens that are listening here, we, we manufacture edge banding products in plastic and ABSs as well. So just to get the always selling as you say yourself, so just to get that piece in. One product that might be interesting and we are at a, at a, a timely part of the year to have this conversation as we enter September and the longer evenings into October. Marinda recycles 95% of all its wood waste into a recycled wood briquette called Manor Block. And Manor Block is, is, is a bag, an AKG bag of these wood briquettes. And it's 100% hardwood material. There's no sealing agents, there's no glues, no compounds, anything. It's just sheer compaction, wood dust and wood granules. We've done some uh, work through University of Ulster Jordanstown and they have a very high heat output, but they have a very low moisture content. So they light incredibly quickly. So within about two minutes, 30 seconds, you're gonna have a flaming fire from Manor Block. So it's like a long life kindling product. You can put it in your briquette, so you're cold, whatever you want after that. 
or you can just run your fire that way once you, you, you have stove you can control the control the air coming into your fire but I'd encourage people to support a local business and I'd encourage people to buy manor blocks because number one we're recycling we've been recycling now since 1996 so for 23 years we've been recycling our wood waste and before that we used to send eight skips a week to landfill now I send one skip every eight to ten weeks to landfill that's phenomenal that's the difference it makes and, and and we make this material and the busier my business gets the more material I have so we've got stockists in Manor Hamilton we've got stockists in Sligo I'm actively looking for a stockist in Carrick and Shannon I'm actively looking for a stockist in Drumshambot Mole and Balnamore so if anybody wants to check in um, it's it's palletized lots that, that that we offer so interested for anybody to look at but, but guaranteed it's a 100% litre product you're burning in your fire and in terms of where people can contact you what's the best way for them to express an interest in any of that very good best way is through the our Miranda website so it's Miranda.com or you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn we're on all the social channels but Miranda.com and there's, there's a contact page there that you can forward uh, any any query any question yeah and we'd be delighted to, to come back to you and uh, keep keep uh, keep Leitrim warm number one but also very proud to be supplying and selling a product from Manor Hamilton all over the world we've markets in the US in the UK four countries in the Middle East Australia New Zealand I'm proud to be flying the Leitrim flag in that way we'll finish up by talking about an event that you're running here obviously Miranda proud members of the community here in Manor Hamilton who say employ local people bring new people into the area but as well as that you're very interested in encouraging others to continue in business and to show them what's going on I know you're running an event about Brexit here in Miranda on the 1st of October tell us a bit about that event and what you're going to be talking about who's going to be here and maybe why people should attend Sure. Um, well, it, it's a business-focused event, I suppose, would be the first point. And I'm bringing my customers from the UK, my customers from Northern Ireland, customers from Ireland for that matter, because they're also going to be impacted. People don't fully appreciate that just because you're buying from an Irish company in Ireland doesn't mean you're not going to be impacted by Brexit, because there's all sorts of implications that will come from that. Um, also bringing um, some local representatives, some national representatives. Um, and so, for example, they... Um, head of the CEO of the Irish Exporters Association will speak on the day, Simon McKeever. Um, we will also um, hopefully have the Julie Cinnamon, the CEO of Enterprise Ireland, will speak on the day. We've invited Minister Heather Humphreys, um, so hopefully she'll be able to attend. We have the head of the Brexit Union in Enterprise Ireland coming, we have the head of Intertrade Ireland coming, um, and also I've got Martin McFicker, who's the CEO of CombiLift, agreed to speak on the day as well. So it's very much a day about where Miranda is going to show its customers and people associated on the day the physical outcomes of what Brexit would be. So we're going to run Miranda one day post-Brexit. So effectively, 1st of October, I'm going to run Miranda as it would be on the 1st of November. Yet the scenario being that we're able to control Brexit, which is an uncontrollable entity, we're going to try and control it for one day and try and understand what implication it will have on my business. And all the no-deal planning we'd be doing just means test that and challenge that and see if it's actually enough for us to be able to survive and get by on the 1st of November right the way through from however long Brexit is, is before us. So it's really just a day to test how our preparations are and show the rest of the world what that looks like and ultimately end up with a numerical outcome about how much more expensive it's going to be, how much more time it's going to take to process orders and all those other factors. I've seen a lot of Brexit talk but I haven't seen a company actually saying we're going to show you how tough this is going to be on us in terms of the logistics, in terms of the, the, the planning, in terms of the 
the implementation of these rules because people have no idea i, I attended a, an event myself last week about brexit and it was all um the little tariffs and taxes that are going to just come in automatically if there's an ordeal brexit that we have no idea on that could be up to 20 or 30 percent in cases that something that costs you five euros in the shop now might cost you six seven in in a day and literally it will just come in overnight that's the cost that's the tariff and it's NT. you have no say over it it's just that's the way it's going to be are you in danger though and uh, just as devil's advocate here but are you in danger of actually doing it so well that on the 1st of october you might be oh actually do you know what this isn't going to be that bad after all but because you've done the preparation and you're going to set others up maybe to go do you know what roland hazel did this and miranda it's going to be absolute doddle it's fine no i don't think so because you know what everybody's got their challenges before them and my business is just my business and i'm just doing my best for my company for the people that i employ and the stakeholders that are engaged in my company everybody's their own preparation everybody's their own challenges to follow and i'm no leader in this front but i am trying to give our own leadership in terms of how we see it will impact us and therefore offer a little bit back to ireland and the rest of the businesses along the border and around the country so I said, this is how it affected. So there's a company in North Leitrim has taken a stand about trying to control Brexit for one day and see what it really means in the numbers to their company. And let us feed that back and happy to feed it back nationally through the media or otherwise to show people what that implication was. You still have to prepare. You still have to own your own business. Absolutely. But we're just trying to give something back from North Leitrim back to the rest of the country. And so I say, here's what it looked like for us. How do you expect it to go? Because everybody has a an assumption of whether it's going to be a positive or a negative effect on the business. But how do you expect, like if you had to guess maybe at the, let's just go straight to the brass tax, the financial side of it. Do you expect to be up or down on your bottom line for that day? Down. And by much? Multiple percents. That's kind of scary for anybody in a, in a tight margin industry. When you say multiple, are you saying double figure percents? possibly not double figures, but over the course of, as the months progress and it turns into a longer, more protracted, potentially more protracted, then it becomes into double double numbers, but not initially. But don't forget, as this transpires, we've, we've our Tanister, our Taoiseach, Enterprise Ireland, you know, there's a lot of support people and support agencies that are really fighting the cause for Ireland and we have the backing of the European Union. The UK is our largest trading partner. So, you know, economics, as, as, as a famous um, US, I think it was economist said at the time, it's all about the numbers. You know, it's, a, it's the economy stupid, I think was the actual phrase. So the numbers speak volumes. And when companies and people and jobs start to fall, people sit around tables very quickly and make decisions very fast. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's a scary time ahead. But that event is on the 1st of October. How can people get engaged in that? Can people come along, local businesses, or is it invite only? At the moment, I'm keeping it invite only, Breffney, because it's um, it's again, it's a, it's a for a company of our size, I can't I can't have huge crowds. But what we're planning to do is have an online outcome from the day, so so some video content. So you have to follow our social channels, uh, and we're we're going to try and um, put up some video content and also put up some online content associated with the day during the day throughout the day, as well. So people should keep an eye on Miranda's social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, all that sort of good stuff. And we have uh, Miranda, Miranda.com forward slash Brexit. Is our, we have a dedicated Brexit page, so you can follow the, the details there as well. Excellent. Well, it sounds like a very interesting and practical 
exploration of maybe what Brexit is going to have an impact on post Brexit. If it ever happens, I'm still holding out hope that they might get sent somewhere. But I, I, I just can't see it at this point. Well, here. prepare for the worst and, and then anything above that. Be pleasantly be surprised. Absolutely. Ronan, thank you so much for giving us a little tour of the facility here and the very best of luck with your upcoming events, whether it's the coffee morning or the Brexit on the 1st of October. And the very best of luck to you and to Miranda. Thank you, Brefni. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Thank you so much to Ronan Hazlett, to Sarah Rooney and Roscoe Holt for giving me their time to talk about the challenges that face a manufacturing company in the northwest of Ireland close to the border. It's a sobering story and one that we need to follow very closely as the geopolitics of the region change with every passing day. Don't forget to get your tickets for our live event on the 8th of October in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton where we'll be previewing the county finals ahead of those particular games later in that week. I've been Brefney Early and this has been episode 79 of Leitrim Daily. Thank you for joining in. Orla McNabola is back tomorrow with a look at what's on around the county for the next seven days and she'll be featuring heavily on Culture Night, which happens on Friday at 15 different venues across the county. I'll be back on Friday with a preview of the sports action over the next seven days. Talk to you then.